Hi, Penny Oates here. Great to be back on the podcast. Um, I'm here with uh, Mortgage Broker Funnels again. And I'd like to talk today about engagement techniques. There's a lot of talk about needing um, psychological skills to be able to effectively understand and influence people. I hear people people talk about psychocybernetics and what's the other one, uh, neurolinguistic programming. And indeed, I've studied books on the subject myself. And I'm sure if you really deeply study these topics, you may develop a better understanding of how the human mind works. However, most of us, like me, um, just want to know if the knowledge of these subjects will help in our own lives, our own career. I'm one of those people, so what I want to share with you is the parts I learnt from studying how the mind works that help with my ability to make sales, or more specifically, to close mortgage sales. So this is my explanation of how I've seen it work, taken from the ideas that I've read about. The first main thing that I found useful was to realise that not everybody processes knowledge or information in the same way. Broadly speaking, everyone can divide into three categories, visual, auditory and kinesthetic. Now, visual people will make sense of the world by what they see. They learn best by seeing. An auditory person makes sense of the world by what they hear, and so they learn best through listening. Kinesthetic people are, if you like, touchy-feely. They make sense of the world by how they feel. So why is this important? Well, the art of communication is the response that you get. It follows that when we are to communicate effectively, we need to be able to understand how someone else makes sense of the world. In reality, it's rare for someone to be completely one or the other. It may be be, for example, that um, Mrs. X is primarily auditory, a little bit kinesthetic and only about 5% visual. Mr. X, on the other hand, could be mostly visual, a little bit, maybe 20% auditory, and the rest kinesthetic. Now, why does this matter? Well, imagine sitting at a table with Mr. and Mrs. X. They're a young couple who are hoping to get their first home together and looking for a mortgage. Now, because there is a lot they don't understand, you do a very powerful visual explanation and drawing diagrams of how mortgage rates work, etc. Mister is lapping it up and he's with you every step of the presentation because, remember, he's a visual person. Mrs., however, has glazed over, doesn't seem to be taking much in at all. Has that ever happened to you? One person seems much keener than the other. You yourself say are visual and eventually just assume that she's a bit mentally challenged um, because she doesn't appear to understand what what you know has been a very clear presentation. Clear? Yes to you and to Mr X because you're primarily visual, as was the presentation. As it happens, Mrs X is the brains behind the couple and because you haven't communicated in a way that makes sense to her, she decides that they won't use you, 
but go to their own bank, as that nice advisor there always gives a detailed explanation of things and doesn't just resort to pictures and diagrams. Because she's auditory, she likes to hear about things. You need to be aware of what primary types your buyers are and communicate with them on a level that they can understand. When I was selling mortgages as a career, I'd schooled myself so that I was 35% visual, 35% auditory, and about 30% kinesthetic. So I covered all categories in my presentation. How did I do that? Well, if I was doing a visual presentation, having identified the primary category of each person, I would cater for those categories. For example, with Mr. and Mrs. X, I would do a quick visual presentation because visual people tend to talk faster and want, want things done quickly. And I would do a check question looking at him and saying, how does that look to you? You'll notice that I use the word look. He makes sense of things by seeing. So I'm building empathy with him by acknowledging his preferred method of communication. I would then slow the speed of my speech down, turn to Mrs. and say, what I really meant to say was, I've now, and I would go through the presentation with her, but auditory. I've now communicated with Mrs. in a way she's comfortable with. So we'll then ask something like, does that sound okay? I now have Mrs. on board as well. She wasn't on board initially because I wasn't speaking in an auditory way. Auditory people take more care over their speech so they speak more slowly and are generally very articulate in what they say. Every time I wanted a response for them I would turn to the visual person and ask a visual question and then I'd turn to the auditory person and ask an auditory question. If I was sat with a kinesthetic person I may touch them lightly on the shoulder and say how do you feel about that? Kinesthetic people sleep much slower, which leads me to my next point. Imagine if you are a full-on kinesthetic person, your speech pattern will be slow, as if carefully considering each word. Now put yourselves in the shoes of a visual person, speak as if you're on fast-forward, and who want those sort of people want everything done quickly, it would drive you absolutely mad. They'd be saying mentally, come on, come on, just get on with it. Whereas the kinesthetic person would be, oh, I don't understand what's happening, I don't understand it, it's going too fast. It's a total mismatch. Unless you learn to adapt to the people you're with, you won't be able to get sales with all three categories. So... Look at that when you're talking to people. Try and distinguish whether they're visual, auditory or kinesthetic. And with that, until tomorrow, goodbye. Thanks a lot. Penny Oates.